Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in again to another episode with me. I'm your girl, Deanne, and tonight I'm going to be talking about a few things that I want to add my two cents to. Now, a wise man once said, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one, but nobody wants to hear an asshole's opinion, so shut the fuck up. Well, guess what? This asshole is going to talk freely tonight because I got a few things that I need to get off of my chest. So over the past weekend, Amber Rose had her fourth annual slut walk in downtown LA. Now I know someone is asking, who is Amber Rose and what is a slut walk? Well, good question, Bob. Amber Rose is a former stripper who used to date rapper Kanye West. And she was once married to another rapper named Wiz Khalifa. Nowadays, Amber Rose is a feminist who encourages women to not be ashamed of who they are or what they do. Her slut walk brings awareness about sexual injustice, domestic violence, and gender inequality. Now, I want you guys to hear the speech that she gave at this year's annual slut walk. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for taking a stand for women. Tonight at home, Hollywood, come through. So, I have good news and I have bad news. I'm sure you guys got a couple alerts. Kavanaugh is confirmed to be a Supreme Court judge. team back there and they're like we need to have a moment of silence you know for um, dr christine ford shout out shout out to dr christine ford wow she's a hero amongst us feminists we love you all the women that came out against bill cosby harvey weinstein um and all the women out here that got justice you know team said, you know, we should have a moment of silence. And I said, you know, fuck that shit. I'm not gonna let him, Trump, Weinstein, uh, Cosby. No. This is a day to celebrate women. Period. So instead of sitting here in silence, we're gonna celebrate these women that came forward. We're gonna fucking dance. We're gonna sing. We're gonna have an amazing time today. We're not gonna be sad because you know what? I'm not gonna let nobody, I'm not gonna let a sexual predator fucking rapist make me sad on Slut Walk Day or ever. So I want y'all to have an amazing time. Hug the person next to you. Tell them that you love them. For real, this is a beautiful day. This is a body positive. 
productive, sexually liberating, beautiful fucking day. <laughs> Thank you. So embrace each other, love each other, compliment each other today. This is a safe place for you to wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. Be whoever the fuck you are. We're here for the social misfits. We're here for the we're here for the LGBTQ community as well. Thank you for coming out. Yeah, this rainbow flag. I see it back there, girl. Um, yes, so love each other, be positive, let's fucking party, let's celebrate women, let's celebrate good, positive fucking people, let's give out compliments and love each other, happy slut walk, everyone. All right, guys, so you just heard uh, her speech at the annual slut walk. Now, this slut walk, it also encourages us to take well, women to take the power away from the derogatory labels that are placed on us. Now, what are some of these labels that I'm talking about? Words like bitch, whore, slut, etc. Now let's define what these words mean. So what does bitch mean? A bitch is a female dog, wolf, fox, or otter but the word is also used to describe a person, usually a woman who is belligerent, unreasonable, malicious, a control freak, rudely intrusive or aggressive. Tupac wrote a song called, Wonder Why They Call You a Bitch. And in the song, Tupac gives many reasons why a man will call a woman a bitch. Now in this song, this is what Tupac is saying. So I'm just gonna read to you guys the first verse of the song. He said, look here, Miss Thing, hate to salt your game, but you's a money hungry woman and you need to change. In the locker room, all the homies do is laugh. High fives cause another nigga played your ass. It was said you were sleazy, even easy. Sleeping around for what you need. See, it's your thing and you can shake it how you wanna. Give it up free or make your money on the corner. Don't be mad and play the game and get mad and change. Then you wonder why these motherfuckers call your names. Still looking for a way out and that's okay. I can see you wanna stray, there's a way out. Keep your mind on your money and roll in school. As the years pass by, you can show them fools. But you ain't trying to hear me, cause you're stuck. You're headed for the bathroom, about to get tossed up. Still looking for a rich man, you dug a ditch. Got your legs up trying to get rich. I love you like a sister, but you need to switch. And that's why they call you bitch, I betcha. Now, in the song, Tupac is explaining exactly why a woman in that song was called a bitch. But see, in today's society, women have taken that word bitch and made it mean something different. See, a man can no longer call a woman a bitch unless he puts the word bad in front of it. Somehow calling a woman a bad bitch is acceptable. It's a compliment. 
But flat out calling a woman bitch is highly disrespectful for a man to say that to her. See, women use the word bitch as a term of endearment. That's how we talk to each other today. And let me give you an example. Bitch, I got something to tell you. Now, the way I just said that meant like, girl, I got some juicy gossip. You need to sit down for this. Or that's my bitch. That's the way of me saying that's my best friend. That's somebody who I roll with. See, these are just examples of how women took the word bitch and made it to be for a good meaning. Now, what does slut mean? This is another derogatory label. A slut is a woman who has many casual sexual partners. What does the word whore mean? A whore is a promiscuous woman. Now in both definitions, men are excluded from the meaning. But let's be very clear, men can also be whores and sluts too. We know that there's a double standard. You know, it's acceptable, like a man could go sleep with 1,700 women and he's labeled a player or a pimp. But if a woman sleeps with two men, she is labeled as everything but a child of God. And this is why Amber Rose has that annual slut walk event. See, her goal is to bring awareness that women are just more than these labels, that women too can be sexually liberated and do the things like men do without being judged. And this is why she has this event, to teach people that every standard that society places on women is just unacceptable. And it looks like it was a good turnout. I mean, I saw some of the uh, pictures and stuff online and you had uh, guys, I mean, number one, the event wasn't just women specific, men came too. Uh, you had guys wearing shirts that said sluts versus everybody. Uh, I saw women uh, holding up signs that said, my vagina is powerful. There was topless women. There was all types of unity in Although I don't agree with everything that went on, I do agree with the stereotypes and I think that does need to stop. Now, speaking of women, I gotta talk about Bill Cosby, guys. I got to. Now, as you know, Bill Cosby was sentenced to three to 10 years in prison for a sexual assault. And see, I have mixed emotions about this. I guess for me, it's sad to see his legacy being tarnished. If you look at his Wikipedia page, you know, they, they talk bad about Bill. And what I'm saying is it's not right what he did. I'm not gonna say that it's acceptable for a man to do those kind of acts, because it's not. But what I will say is that um, in the way they describe Bill Cosby, they this is how they describe him. They say, 
William Henry Cosby Jr. is an American stand-up comedian, actor, musician, author, and convicted sex offender. So they must have just added that last little piece. And it seems like no matter what he does in this life, he will always be known for that. And like I said, this man had a wonderful legacy. He was a pillar in the African-American community. We know that he's donated to schools. He brought up awareness about education and civil rights. It, it's so many things that he's done. And it's sad that all of that legacy that was good is summed up to sexual assault. Now, like most people, I grew up watching The Cosby Show. For me, the show was truly an eye-opener. Never have I seen on TV an African-American family portrayed in such a manner like The Cosby Show. I mean, you know, the father was a doctor, the mother was a lawyer, they lived in a good neighborhood, and they were rich. The show broke stereotypes that are usually associated with African-American families, like growing up without a father or the father not being around, um, a parent addicted to drugs, living on government assistance, staying in a bad neighborhood, etc. The show did not show us that. It showed an African-American family that had everything together. They had love. They had successful careers. Their kids were good. They went to good schools. That is just not something I was familiar with seeing on TV. So for me, my taste of reality was watching a show called Good Times. Now on the, uh, on the show Good Times, what I saw was a family of five struggle to make ends meet, pay rent, keep food on the table, are the lights on, you know, just trying to get out of the ghetto. Now see, that is a story that I could relate to because growing up, I experienced some of those things that I saw, you know? And for me, that show was my reality, but the Cosby show was not. I just couldn't relate to that at all. Now, I'm not defending Bill Cosby at all. I do believe if he's guilty of these crimes, he should face justice. I guess my only issue is with some of the women who waited so long to come forward. You know, I've seen some of these victims' statements and some of them said they didn't come forward because they wanted to have a career in show business. They wanted to pursue their career as being an actress, entertainer, singer, movie star, dancer, etc. And so for me, this doesn't, it just doesn't sit right with me. Because the way I look at it is if a man rapes me or sexually assaults me, I'm going to report that crime ASAP. I wouldn't compromise my morals to chase a career or I wouldn't put it on the back burner because of the fear of what might happen. Because at the end of the day, 
right is right and wrong is wrong. And the only way to stop abuse of power is to report it. Now, I remember back in the day when it was all about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And I'm willing to bet that a lot of women in that time were being sexually assaulted or raped. See, back then, it was a different time. It was a different culture. See, making love and having peace while doing LSD or other drugs was all the rave back then. And I asked myself, if Hugh Hefner was still alive today, would there be women that would come forward with rape or sexual assault allegations? See, I think people forgot how notorious the Playboy Mansion was. If you ever heard stories from the girls who worked there or lived there or celebrities that attended these parties, it sounded like one big orgy all the time. You see, the atmosphere at the Playboy Mansion was all about sex, drugs, and more sex. You would see footage of women walking around in little bunny outfits. You know, Hugh Hefner would walk around in robes. The men that attended would walk around wearing very, you know, little clothing. So the whole atmosphere to me promoted against sex and drugs. And the most infamous place at the Playboy Mansion was the grotto. And for anyone who does not know, the grotto was, I believe it was an underground whirlpool or some kind of pool. And in the grotto, a lot of things went down. You know, there were celebrities who said they had all types of sex, people having sex with each other, swingers, whatever. It all went down in the grotto. Now, remember Bill Cosby, he used to go to the Playboy Mansion a lot. He would attend these uh, parties at the height of his popularity. He was always at the Playboy Mansion. So you mean to tell me nobody saw nothing? Nobody heard nothing? Nobody knew what was going on, right? And see, I just find that so hard to believe because again, with all those people there, how can you turn a blind eye if you see a woman who is intoxicated or drugged? Because again, that's what they were doing in the 70s. How can you turn a blind eye to somebody taking advantage of her? Now we have the Me Too movement. And in this environment, I hear the word rape. Rape, rape, rape. I got raped, I got raped. And I asked myself, what exactly is rape? So rape is a type of sexual assault, usually involving sexual intercourse or other forms of sexual penetration carried out against a person without that person's consent. So that is the definition of rape. But to me, there's many forms of rape. And let me just explain this. If a woman has to degrade herself in order to get something, to me, that's a form of rape. And the best example I can give you is 
I remember watching a documentary about Marilyn Monroe. And they said back in those days when she was coming up, trying to be an actress, trying to get into movies and get parts, women were encouraged to sleep with these men that was in Hollywood. A lot of these women were told, if you're serious about your career, this is what you'll do. If you wanna get ahead, this is what you do. And that same thing still goes on in this day and age. See, there's a lot of women who feel like they have to. It's like we're forced especially in a male-dominated position or job. It's like we have to show off our body. We have to degrade ourselves because we're not taken serious versus a man. And a lot of these starlets early in the, in the 40s and 50s, like a Dorothy Dandridge, Marilyn Monroe, and there's a few others. They, I'm sure there's a lot of girls that did these things because they wanted an opportunity. They wanted to be stars. They wanted a lead role. They wanted to make more money. But these were powerful men that did these things to these women. And as far as drugs, I do recall a lot of actresses, they were given drugs because you gotta think about it. A lot of these movies back in the day, they were shooting 12 hours or 16 hours. And they gave women drugs to stay up and then they would have drugs to come down. So who knows what was going on, but I'm sure women were getting raped back then because again, that was the culture. Take a pill, shoot the scene, but that was the routine. And that same thing goes on today. You know, I saw a documentary about video vixens and I remember Corinne Steffens, AKA Superhead. She wrote a book and in this book, Confessions of a Video Vixen, she describes in details how she would go to these sets. All these girls were dying to be a lead video girl. Now we all know the lead made more money than girls who were just in the background. And there was no limit to what these girls would do to be in that lead position. She says some women would have sex with the artist, entourage, director, whatever it took just to get that time to shine and make a little bit more money. So it's the same concept. You know, I remember when I moved to Atlanta in 2008 and I am an aspiring uh, songwriter. And I met this producer on Black People Meet at the time. And I went to his studio because he sent me a beat and I'm telling him, like, I really want to work with you. Please give me a chance. So he sends me the beat. I go and have him hear what I recorded. And I think he was quite shocked. I think this guy thought I was a groupie or whatever, but that wasn't the case with me. And I remember this guy telling me like, wow, how serious are you trying to make it as a songwriter? And see me thinking, I'm like, oh, 
I just want an opportunity. Like that's all I want is a chance. Like I'm willing to write for free, work long hours. You know, I was willing to do whatever it took minus sex to get someone to take me serious. And he told me something that always stood with me. He said, in the music industry for a woman, it's not about who you know, but who you blow. And when he said that he meant who I have, give oral sex to, who I have sex to. And I always thought about that, like, wow, is that how people really think about women in the music industry? And I'm sure every form of entertainment, there's always that group of women that do things like that, but it's not all women. And like I said, in this climate of the Me Too movement, I'm sure there's a lot of women that have been raped because we all know no means no. No matter what I'm wearing, no matter what I'm doing, because see, the stereotype is this. If a woman is dressed a certain way, she's asking to be touched. If a woman has red lips, she's asked to be touched or groped. And see, I don't think like that because clothes are just clothes. It shouldn't define who I am as a woman. Just like I can't judge a man if he wears a hoodie. I can't assume he's a thug. Maybe he just likes wearing a hoodie. The same thing with a woman. It doesn't give no one a right to touch somebody because of what they are wearing. I think to me that is bullshit. That's the most ignorant statement I've ever heard. And that's what is being associated with women. And it's sad that the Me Too movement, it gets diminished when you have, you know, one of the founders being accused of rape. <laughs> you know, it's like a catch-22. It's karma. And, you know, you got so many people of power, and I think it's wrong for any man to use or abuse his power to get what he wants. And it's not just the Steve Harveys or the Bill Cosbys. You know, there are women in relationships with men and these men are powerful. They have a lot of money and these men treat these women like shit. You know, cheat on them, control them, but they're happy because he is giving her material things. She has a house to show off. She has a car to drive, a family. And see, the logic for this woman is that I'm going to tolerate his shit because he's a multi-millionaire. And see, I can't easily go out and find another one of him. But let one of these average guys making 30, 35,000 a year, let him cheat. You can easily replace him with somebody else making the same amount he does. So they will lower their standards and morals to be with this man because he has the money. He has the lifestyle. He has the power. And see, I've never been like that. I've never looked at a man and said, I'm going to put up with what he does because I need him. I don't think anybody needs anybody that bad because if you're dating someone who doesn't make you feel good about yourself, 
if you have to do all these things, like question him, you don't trust him. He's lying to you. He's making you look stupid in public. You shouldn't be with him. And I don't care how much money he has. Fuck all that money, forget all that fame. Like that should never compromise your integrity or morals, especially if you have daughters or you have kids, period, because they're going to look at you and think it's okay to let somebody treat them like that and it's not. And that's what goes on in today's society. You know, you listen to the rap music or music in general. And this whole culture is about rape. It's about going out, doing drugs and having sex. And that's what the culture celebrates. And I think for me, that's the reason why I really don't listen to a lot of rap music because I can't identify with that. You know, I don't do drugs. I don't pop Percocets. I don't drink. So I can't really listen to those type of songs because that's not me. And, you know, I just remember there was one song, well, there's a few songs that talk about rape, but there was one song in particular, Rick Ross was on a song called UNO, UNO or UNO. I don't know what the song is called, but in the song, he said, put Molly all in her champagne she ain't even know it. I took her home and I enjoyed that. She ain't even know it. Now see, that's rape. That is a flat out lyric of rape. Now he apologized for that, but you got guys out there listening to that, thinking it's okay to put Molly in a girl's champagne and then take her home and have sex with her, knowing she's unconscious, knowing that she's not in her right mind. You know, and I think this culture of music, that is what it's about. And that's why I don't like it. Because you got people out there who think doing these things to women are okay. And it's not. You know, there was another incident about rape. Charlemagne the God on The Breakfast Club. There was a woman who came forward and said many years ago, Charlemagne the God raped her. Now there was a podcast that he was on talking to this guy and in the podcast, he was bragging about how he gave the girl Spanish a fly, which is, I guess, liquor or alcohol. And he had sex with her. And she was saying that she did not give him consent. She don't remember. She just remember, you know, him touching on her and she was not in her right mind. And Charlemagne the God said it was consensual. So it's, it's a very blurred line. But again, rape is rape. And the culture we live in, it celebrates this. And what I find interesting is that our president, our president has been accused of sexual allegations. And yet nothing is being done. And there's a, there's a lot of women who have said things that he has done. We all heard the famous or the infamous clip of him telling that reporter, you know, he grabs him by the pussy. So we, we hear things like this and his behavior is excusable. 
but a Bill Cosby or a Harvey Weinstein or any other guy who does this, justice needs to be served immediately. And I think everybody or any man that disrespects a woman in that form should be punished because we can't set the standard for one person and then we can't make excuses for someone because he is the president. It doesn't make sense because he is supposed to be a model citizen for how our country is ran. You know, R. Kelly. We know R. Kelly, he's, you know, made great music, but it's all these sexual allegations about R. Kelly. And I cannot believe, I mean, I seen that tape. That was R. Kelly. You have these women who have came forward and said these things about him and yet nothing is done. He made a 19 minute song and yet nothing is done. And it's sickening. It is so sickening to know I live in a world where things like this happen and no one takes it serious because again, I feel like rape is like the boy who cried wolf. I don't know if it's the boy or the girl who cried wolf, but you know the, the story. It's like that. Oh, he raped me. And it's like, okay, let's investigate. Let's, you know, some people don't take it serious. Remember when Kobe Bryant was accused of raping that woman, I think in Colorado. And then, you know, it turns out that she was lying. She had sex with two men because they found two different types of semen. And even though Kobe Bryant cheated, just to know that man's reputation was ruined. They took away endorsements, everything with Kobe Bryant. I have never seen a man's reputation fall so flat. So I understand rape is a very, very serious allegation. It is. And like I said, and I'll say this again, it's never okay to force yourself on somebody. And it's not only women, it's also men. Cause I remember Terry Crews came forward and said that a director grabbed his penis. You know, Donald Trump said, grab him by the pussy. He grabbed him by the penis. So it's not fine. It's not okay. I know men get raped too. They never come forward hardly because of the stigma. But in any case, it's just unacceptable. No means no. Plain as day. And in my opinion, if you are one of those people that take advantage of someone when they're not in a right state of mind, to me, you're a coward. You are a predator and you need to be, you need to be prosecuted for the things that you do. But that is my segment tonight. So like I say, I really do appreciate for you tuning in, listening to this podcast. And I have more ideas, more topics, more things that I want to do on my pack, my podcast. And I ask that if you like the show, please comment, find me on social media. I'm on Facebook, Deanne Ford, Instagram, next love her, H E R. 
And thank you so much again for tuning in. Have a wonderful night. And until the next podcast, be blessed, be safe, and thank you very much.